It's time for the main event of your day. Welcome back to the Unexpected Wrestling Podcast. I am Chriselle and... Yo, what's up? I'm Dustin. And we are your co-hosts of the podcast. Thanks for tuning in once again. And we have some news for you guys this week, mostly revolving around Cody Rhodes. But we haven't done any Q&As in a while. So Dustin, are you ready to do some Q&As first? Let's do them. Let's do them. And I'm sorry for the plural because it definitely is only one. <laughs> um, So for lot, Flair asks, will Demon Finn Balor return at WrestleMania 38? What are your thoughts, Dustin? Um, it seems as if that was kind of where they were going a little bit with the Damian Priest thing. It felt like it was a little bit of a, I don't want to say a blood feud type thing, but it seemed like the Damian and the Demon, I feel like that was too cheesy uh, for WWE to pass up. But I don't know. With only two weeks to go till Mania, I don't really want to see the Demon. I, I, I'm not a big fan of the character anyway. And then what they kind of did with the Roman Reigns thing really put me off of it. So I'd rather just see Finn Balor himself wrestle personally. So we'll see what happens. But for right now, I think I'm going to have to say, we don't but also i don't really want to see it i would be fine with seeing it but i think i think you've mentioned it before that more than likely finn might lose so seeing the demon finn balor lose again it just kind of as as like as you said like with the roman reign stuff it already made it kind of <laughs> womp so doing that again would make it even worse so i agree i they i would i would like to see it i personally like the character but i also don't think right, right now is a good time to bring it out yeah wwe kind of butchers characters um and finn the demon was something that you know had prestige to it because no one could really beat it but then i mean you had him fall off the top rope to roman reigns it was just kind of all stupid so it ruined a mystique i'm not a fan just box it up and put it away it doesn't really need to come back uh thanks for the q a and once again our dms are always open feel free to ask a question at any point we will make sure to get back to them now let's talk about cody rhodes dustin now we there's a P, uh, pw insider has said that they have confirmed that he signed with wwe Fightful Select is usually the people that we, you know, we listen to a little bit more. They haven't actually confirmed that, but they've confirmed travel in a sense, which I think is kind of interesting. So people are saying that like Cody Rhodes's travel for like that weekend of WrestleMania isn't about WrestleMania. But then on Fightful has said that they found that like they're going to get him like a private jet so that no one really sees him at the airport. So I don't know. How do you, I, I don't know. Am I the only one that feels like it's kind of weird that they confirmed that like, oh, travel yes but we're not going to confirm that he's in wrestlemania like we can we can talk about all the things surrounding it but not necessarily that that's what's going to happen um i think it's one of those things they just don't want to let their eggs out of the basket per se but i mean it's something that everyone kind of saw coming we saw it happening uh whether you thought it was going to happen in jacksonville or you thought it was going to happen at wrestlemania itself or whether you thought it's going to happen the night after wrestlemania whenever he does show up he is going to show up um the pw insider report was very bold with it like saying confirmed that he has signed his contract because everything up until this point really has kind of been oh you know he, he he should be signing or it's expected that he'll sign but to come out and say confirmed i mean you have to have some form of a source very close to the situation to really be putting that out there because to me that ruins your journalism you know credibility uh so you know we listen to fightful select we look at fightful select because they are always on point sean ross sap that entire team they're always on point with their confirmation so until they say confirmed i'm not gonna a hundred percent believe it however you know confirming travel 
travel, it's it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you're saying it without saying it. Because what other reason does Cody Rhodes have to be in Dallas, Texas on, what is that, April 2nd and April 3rd? Uh, I mean, you could come up with something, right? But I think that it's 100% guaranteed that he's showing up. Why it's not confirmed that he is, I don't know. I don't know what WWE is kind of trying to hold back because I always make the point of more people are not on the internet and wrestling fans than are on the internet and wrestling fans. So mind you, you are going to get a few people who are like, oh my God, is that Cody Rhodes? But most people kind of know, yeah, he's showing up. Yeah, he's leaving AEW. So it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out. I don't know. And I also feel like saying that he signed is a very hard statement because he could easily be a part of WrestleMania without signing a contract with WWE, which I feel like is more than likely what the situation is right now. So I feel like just saying that he signed is very, because like with Mickey James, oh, you could have said that, oh, she signed with them, but like, that's not what it is. She just came back for the Royal Rumble, which I feel like, like, I don't know. I feel, I still feel like kind of reluctant that even Cody Rose is going to sign for like a year contract, like uh, some type of contract with WWE. Do you think he's going to sign like a long-term situation? Oh, I, I think he's definitely already signed. I, I honestly am in the vein. I believe the PW Insider Report because of the blatantness of the uh, wording. It's wording is what I'm trying to say. Like they worded it so blatantly of it confirmed he has signed. Um, And like I said, everything has kind of been just speculative or here and there, just that any other. So I personally do believe the report. I think he did sign the contract. Now, how long the contract is, I don't know. I think the problem, not the problem, but the thing with the Cody Rhodes sign that has really has been a big question mark is I saw someone put it out on Twitter today. Um, They said that, you know, to summarize how like a lot of people are feeling with the Cody Rhodes thing, especially Cody fans and AEW fans who, you know, do watch WWE. It was a lot of what has made Cody Rhodes who he is over the last five or six years has been, you know, who he is, but he cannot portray that in WWE without either Cody completely changing himself or WWE completely changing their business model, which I don't think either of them are going to do. So it's going to be really interesting to see how he does come into the company. But I think he has signed a lucrative deal. <laughs> um, I mean, if Kevin Owens is getting $3 million or $2 million, whatever, let's just say $3 million here. Um, And mind you, Kevin Owens deserves all of that $3 million. He's fantastic. Cody Rhodes is getting 4 to $5 million. I have no doubt in my mind that he's getting a big payday. Rightfully so. He's a star. I wonder if the part of the no negotiation was like, I want more money because you're not going to let me blade and put on the kind of matches. I, like, I just really, I'm just really curious as to like what that negotiation was probably like, because I know that Cody was going to try to get as much as he can, like saying, this is talking as if he already signed or whatever the contract looks like, but like, what is that negotiation? Like how much is he going to try to get away with? Because you know, WWE doesn't budge on much, but I wonder what that would look like. Well, I, I, I think that the fact is WWE has so much money to spend. They have more money than they know what to do with. So they can offer, they could offer Cody Rhodes a $10 million contract if they really wanted to. I think with Cody, it's really interesting to think of, you know, what is his contract looking like? What is in his contract? Because I know Vince McMahon didn't sign a one-year deal with Cody. Like, Vince McMahon isn't doing that. Um, If I had to guess, like I said, I, we're guessing here. We're not confirmed on anything. We don't know. But we're guessing. If I had to guess, it's a three-year deal or $5 million a year, Uh, you know, and he can have some form of creative control. And by that, I mean the level that your guys like, uh, you know, Roman Reigns kind of gets where he's, he, he has input on his storylines. He's not in the creative room writing everything, but he has some form of input. You know, Seth Rollins kind of isn't on a script. Seth Rollins kind of just says what he wants because they trust him with the microphone. I think you could do that with someone with Cody, like Cody because he is talented enough. Um, But I would imagine those are the type of things in the contract. Some form of creative control. Um, You're not going to put me in polka dots or a Stardust costume. <laughs> uh, I get to use my theme song. You know, things of that nature. Uh, But we don't know. It's just going to be really interesting when he does show up Uh, what that looks like. Now, when this episode comes out, do you think Cody will have 
already been on Monday Night Raw, or do you think they're gonna? Or the basic overall question: Do you think he's gonna show up on either program before WrestleMania? Or are they waiting until WrestleMania for him to show up? Um, honestly, at this point, so if they were gonna do it on a Raw, Jacksonville was the time. I think Jacksonville was the time because that's AEW's home turf. Um, it's a big middle finger to Tony Khan and that company. Uh, and if Cody ha- did indeed sign, I think the reports were ten to fourteen days ago, he could have, you know, debuted there. Um, because a big thing that I was started to think was when he didn't show up in Jacksonville, I was like, I think he's still gonna sign, but he's kind of just waiting until they get past that Jacksonville date because he knows how petty WWE might try to be with debuting him there. However, um, nonetheless, I think that I don't think he's showing up on a Raw before Mania. I think my two guesses would be WrestleMania itself or the Raw after WrestleMania. But if I was WWE, and I think this is the way they're going to do it. I mean, mind you, I would have debuted him already. However, I think the way they're going to do it is Seth Rollins comes out and he's like, I don't have a match, this, that, and the other with that whole storyline. And he's just like, here's an open challenge. Anybody in the locker room in the back? And then boom, Cody Rhodes music hits. I think that's what they're going to do. Because still, as of right now, Seth Rollins doesn't have a match. And I refuse to believe that someone of Seth Rollins' caliber will not be on the WrestleMania card. So I think they're going to do it at Mania. I think it'll be like an open challenge type of thing. Um, I mean, it gets a WrestleMania pop. I, that's a big WrestleMania moment. It definitely is a WrestleMania moment. Uh, but I think that's where they'll go to get the biggest pop pop. So no beef, no nothing. Just literally just Cody Rhodes coming out. You talked about someone in the locker room just coming out. I think it'd be really funny to see him in like in the crowd. Like, anybody, anybody. And they kind of just That would let, be nice, yeah. <laughs> I, comes from the seats. Yeah, that'd be dope. If he was like somehow in, the, in a seat and no one knew you know who or where he was and he like walks down a couple stairs or whatever and it's like who is this guy and it's Cody Rose. that would be kind of cool but um any any way they can do it kind of a quote-unquote surprise it's not a surprise everybody kind of knows it's coming whether it comes on night one or night two that's up in the air I think I've seen reports that they're aiming for night two for that um so we'll see but who knows who knows what they're gonna you know really get into so I, I find it really interesting though with the Cody thing because a lot goes into it you know he'll be the first AEW to WWE quote-unquote defection is the word that a lot of people online use I hate that word because it makes it seem like tribalism and like <laughs> I belong to this company I'm defecting to the other dark side like i don't like that word but that's the word people use um it'll be really interesting because he is the first real one to do that and i think that you know the stature of his position and the stature of who he is in wrestling and the wrestling business he's a founder of aew he's a founding father quote unquote of aew so it'll be really interesting to see how that goes as well do you think brandy's with him no, I don't. Um, I've actually thought about this too. I, I don't think Brandy's with him. I think that Brandy is doing her own thing. What what that is exactly, I don't know. But if I'm WWE, I don't have much interest in Brandy Rose because what I get what she <laughs> I get, and that's not disrespect, but I get what she adds to the Cody character, right? I understand that you know any male figure can look even better with a female by his side. I really do believe that. Um, however, what is Brandy doing in WWE that would work? I wouldn't want her in my women's division because she's not a great worker mind you a lot of the women's roster not a lot of them but some of the women's roster aren't great workers like Aaliyah's raw in the ring and this and the other however she's not gonna be great in ring her promos aren't doing too much for me like at least I know absolutely not like at least I know (laughs) at least I know Cody even if you want to say the matches themselves right at least I know his promos are gonna at least raise an eyebrow I'm not saying they're all gonna be good but they're at least gonna raise an eyebrow like what what did he just say Brandy's raises eyebrows of like no she did not just say that like but not even in like the 
oh snap kind of way yeah. or like oh this is building fire it's gonna like wow that was really cringe yeah <laughs> like it's very cringe i don't see what brandy really adds to the act of cody Rhodes. now i i may be completely wrong and call me out guys in the dms in the comments whatever it may be if you were like no brandy needs to be with cody brandy is the cody Rhodes act she makes it what it is i hear you but personally brandy can kick rocks as respectfully as i mean that because then also if she's a manager right there's no real other female managers out there in the business so it's kind of just like what is she gonna do fight rhea ripley i don't want to see that so i don't get it no and um also like what you were saying that dynamic of having a female with the male wrestlers i feel like that works very well with heel characters and from what it yeah he's gonna be a baby so i don't think i don't those that like happy like face with the female always kind of seems a little cheesy so i think yeah i think all all around that that doesn't work at all yeah well also you got to think that like well if cody comes back he's definitely going to be a baby face um but my thought is like do they turn him heel because if they turn him heel when no i guess when do you do it is a tough question because we don't know what the landscape will look like let's just say in six months but what happens with cody when he gets there because you're unifying the titles right and you would have to think that at some point they're gonna ununify the titles they're gonna ununify him but i'm like what does he do like realistically what does he do he fights seth rollins at mania and then knowing wwe they're gonna run it into the ground and they're gonna fight it probably two more pay-per-views so whatever but then after seth rollins does he go after the u.s title i know like when we first started talking about the cody thing i said u.s title but he's much more than that he's a world champion caliber wrestler but roman's gonna be holding the titles like that whole unification kind of muddies all the waters really yeah but that's another thing right because his first feud is gonna be with somebody on raw does he ever make it over to smackdown because it's new and it was after the draft is he going to be on both brands they should do that i think that it would be smart to flip flop him between brands so maybe he has a feud with seth rollins here and then he goes and has a feud with i'm just throwing out a name here but uh like ricochet right and then he goes back over and he gets kevin owens then he goes back over and gets drew mcintyre like i think that would be really fun because you're you're showcasing the talent of cody rhodes uh now travel and all the logistics whatever you know you can argue that till you turn purple in the face but i think that would be a really good way to use him but that is my biggest question he comes in he has a feud with seth rollins he's the hottest thing going for let's just say a month you know he's the hottest thing on the card on tv in wwe but then we know how wwe does tend to book their wrestlers but then also how do they handle him like you're giving him this much money which is great but did you just give him that much money as a big middle finger did you give him that much money because you really do plan on utilizing him to the fullest capabilities um it's a lot of question marks of what's gonna happen i'm interested to see don't get me wrong but i'm also terrified to see because i don't trust wwe's booking um and i want cody to be presented in a way that is befitting of someone of his stature which is a main event level talent i see how they're doing drew mcintyre right now and i'm like jesus christ and this is a man who was loyal to the soil for your company and you have him feuding with madcap madcap moss since i don't know october so it's ridiculous since he's going to be a face do you think he's the one to take it off of roman ah so that gets difficult too right like because i can see i think it would be awesome but i can see wwe with the thought process of the foreign invader came in and conquered our our, <laughs> our mighty warrior like honestly like that's how i can see them viewing it the foreign invader came in and he conquered our mighty warrior we don't want to tell that storyline we've been building roman for two ish years we don't want someone from another you know legit competitor coming in and vanquishing him before someone on our own roster gets to do it like that's how i view wwe would think of it i think it would be awesome because it transcends that tribalism 
factor, which I really do hate. Like, I would love to see Cody Rhodes beat the crap out of Roman Reigns and then vice versa. You could have a fun feud between those two. Maybe he doesn't take the butt off Roman, but he gets a good string of two matches off of him. Uh, I think that would be awesome. What I don't want to happen is they feed Cody Rhodes to the Wolves and it's like, yeah, you're going to go fight Roman and lose six times in a row. Like, I don't want him to get that type of treatment, but it's tough to say. I don't think, I don't think they do it. And now that I'm thinking about it, Roman Reigns has had this belt for over a year. Now, obviously at this point, whenever that moment happens where he know, like when someone takes it off of him, that has to be a WrestleMania moment, right? Uh, because they don't do it on like a uh, random man. one, do they? So it wouldn't happen at like, I don't know, like Backlash or Hell in a Cell. It wouldn't happen there. I think the only two places it would happen, you would see Roman Reigns taking a pin or a tap out or whatever it may be, would be WrestleMania and SummerSlam. Those are your two biggest shows. They're your two biggest shows. Like, they had him wrestle John Cena, for Christ's sakes. So, it's a big show. No, 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 no. Because the Royal Rumble, everything involving the Royal Rumble pay-per-view gets over, you know, overruled by the Royal Rumble itself. Like, Roman and Seth was cool, and it had a crappy finish. But let's be real here. I don't think anybody will remember it in six months. But I think in six months, people will remember who won the freaking Rumbles and how bad they were. Um, So, I don't think you do it at the Rumble, because I think the moment would be diminished too much, personally. However, I think it's a WrestleMania or a SummerSlam moment. But, like I said, he gets both of those titles. Are they combining them just into one title are they two separate titles because if they're two separate titles someone has to beat him for one of them you know <laughs> like and i'm like who do you do that with it has to be someone up and coming right but then it's like ah guys who's up and coming braun breaker is the best you got and i love me some braun ba- breaker and i would love to see it but they wouldn't do that i know they wouldn't so i don't know and it's getting to one of those situations where either it happens now or roman's gonna have that belt for another year well yeah and i've said and this is why the unification thing confuses me because i I said we're in the middle we're in the middle of a two to three year championship reign by roman reigns which is fine if you can keep it fresh it's fine because i think he gets the rock next year and the rock is not beating him and then if it was me i would have done this unification crap i would have had him fight the rock next year rock doesn't get him off of him summer slam of next year i would have a brawn breaker type guy take it off of him because you can do it at a summer slam i think you can summer slam is a big enough pay-per-view but i don't know if that's where they're going are you still holding out faith that the rock is going to be coming back for this i i'm being honest with you I think genuinely he comes back here. I think because WWE doesn't plan stuff ahead of time, but I think the Rock thing they've had planned since at the very least November of last year, depending on the Rock schedule, of course. And, you know, he's very busy. We know with the movies and everything. If his schedule is free, it's happening. If his schedule is free, because I think the Rock wants to do the match too. He said himself, like, I want to have my last match against Roman Reigns. Like, that's perfect. Family, this, that, and the other. I think that it would literally be perfect. Roman retires the Rock. He's the unbeatable oh. champion. I think it's actually perfect, depending on the schedule. I also just remembered that next year um they're gonna be in hollywood right yeah and it's in hollywood it's literally perfect it doesn't get better you could have john cena there you can have the rock there you can have batista there not my batista's not wrestling but hall of fame for batista i think it's literally perfect all your hollywood oh, stars that's gonna be cute it's literally <laughs> perfect like batista goes into the hall of fame the rock versus roman reigns the main event you do john cena versus i don't know the, the, the drew mcintyre i don't know that'd be that'd be fun right you do that match like you do your big stars next year in hollywood i think this year's wrestlemania is a stopgap for all intents and purposes until you get the next year where you need to start planning next year's mania now the man the promos for next year better be amazing like you don't oh, roman and the rock would be fun <laughs> that would be so much you fun. can't have a hollywood one without bringing the acting to the table you gotta uh, show yeah. out the roman reigns versus the rock promos alone would be fun like the john cena ones were very fun i think the rock ones would be fun ah uh, man john cena 
oh, that uh yeah it's a lot you could do but this unification muddies everything because i don't understand if they're doing two different belts one belt in and of itself and then they'll make a new one you know it's like what are they doing because if it's two separate belts someone's taking one of them off of because what are you gonna do not have raw have a champion on tv that's not gonna work so yeah what do you do with that i don't know exactly uh, like what are seth rollins and kevin owens and finn balor and you know braun breaker and tomaso champa and ziggler even like what are they going after it'd be cool to have like make this be the reason why they have like new belts come out because i think you know just back up gets new belts yeah but I, I don't think wwe wants to change the designs they love that fat w on the belt because it's great marketing which is fair you know someone wins the super bowl they see that big fat w on the belt it's literally great marketing i respect it i don't love it but i respect it. yeah i mean and it looks better than like the channel logos like the tbs one and the TNT. i agree yeah like it is i agree I don't... another logo slapped on but it's a better logo yeah yeah that's very true uh any last words on cody Rhodes? mania open challenge that's what i'm going with night one and night two i don't know the cards so I'm not going to answer that question. If I if I knew exactly what was on each night, I know it's out at this point. Then like they've said what's on each night. Ask me that question next week when I you know check out the cards. Uh, as of right now, I think they got a lot on night one. So I'll go night two. I think McAfee and Theory is on night two. I think Johnny Knoxville and Sammy's on night two. You have a lot of crap. All intents of, like not disrespectful, but crap. Like they're not matches and matches. I think you need something Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes a workhorse type match in your card there. I think that's what you do on night two because both women's titles are on night one. So yeah, I think you do night two i think it's night two off the top of my head i'd have to look at the card though. final decision night two okay yeah, i'd have to look um yeah i don't that doesn't seem like something they would do on night one it just it's like one of those main event type of things like how yeah do you, you already you got stone that? yeah you already got stone cold and ko on night one do you do a cody Rhodes debut on night one too because you're leaving night two very dry with just roman and brock in the main that's all you got yeah off the top of my head like i said i need to look but the u.s title doesn't have a match right now intercontinental doesn't have a match both the women's titles are on night one you know so i don't know where edge and aj styles is going but even then, like, you need something on night two. You're doing a lot on night one. Two championship matches plus Kevin Owens and Stone Cold Steve Austin. That in and of itself is a lot of emotional drama for people. Like, I don't care about Ronda and Charlotte, but I know some people do. That's a lot. That's a lot in one night. Two title matches plus Stone Cold Steve Austin's coming back. So, you Do you know. know off the top of your head which night has been selling more tickets? I think the last thing I saw, now mind you, this was a little over a week ago. And I think this was right before the Stone Cold thing got announced. So I think it's even worse now. I think night one was ahead by i think i saw about seven or eight thousand tickets okay i think don't quote me though because obviously like i don't have the Not data in front of me. yeah i don't have the data in front of me but i can check it out and uh, i know wrestle ticks on twitter if you guys don't follow them uh they're really good to see like ticket revenue and ticket sales and capacity limits and things of that nature they probably have it up somewhere okay it makes more sense though for night one to be sold it's a saturday that makes people yeah. got to travel you know not everyone can get off of work on monday so yeah and especially the people that are in the area that are going there exactly. yeah, so it makes it a lot easier now you know we haven't done a rant in a while but i just want to say my two my my two cents all right there is a video going around of this commentator it was this two women's match two women in a match sorry and this commentator in because as if the match wasn't already you know interesting he had to bring up and talk about oh i wonder how she's in bed now can you imagine trying to have a like do your highlight reels of all your tapes or whatever. And then you come across this one. You want to use this one. But of course, there's this dude just being lewd in the background. So that's that one alone is like so embarrassing and just so like, like, why was that? Why is that the most interesting thing that you had to bring up right there? Like, I, I just feel like if you diminish the women is so disrespectful. And also if like a woman, like a woman, like try to do that in a match, like talk when, while talking about the match. Oh, this guy is so pretty. I wonder how he is in bed. Like they wouldn't get the respect, like the same respect. Like they would be like, oh, you shouldn't even be on commentator. Commentator. Commentary. But if a guy does it, like, that's fine. And it, just, it was just so, uh, it was so... 
tasteless. And that's, I don't know, it just boils my blood and just stop being so sleazy. Just like we don't need sleazy commentators. So yeah, that's my two cents. Stop being weird with women. That's all. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye. Peace. You've been listening to the Unexpected Wrestling Podcast with Dustin and Chris Sal. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it. Leave a review. It better be positive. And keep up with the podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Catch you at the next show.